Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, we've been talking about how to become a glory carrier. And that's a person who has a relationship with the Holy Spirit in such a way that you exhibit his manifest presence wherever you go with signs and wonders. Hey, did you know I have a book called Glory Carriers that I would love for you to read that? It comes in Kindle. It comes in audio version as well as paper version. You can get it at my website, jenniferevaz.com or go to any of your favorite online retailers. Well, we've been talking about glory carriers. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit and his Shekinah glory, his Kabod glory, as well as his manifest glory that will come upon you in such a way that your dead heart will come back to life. But this week, we're going to talk about the fire of his glory. That's right. The fire of his glory. Well, this journey with with the fire of his glory began in my own life when I encountered a book by author and minister Sergio Scataglini and it's called the fire of his holiness and and this book so challenged my thinking and and I couldn't even read past chapter four for years well my husband and I we've been we've been blessed with Sergio's ministry at our church and we've attended a handful of his conferences and he carries a message of holiness unlike most people that I know and I believe the message of holiness is something that you have to be called of God for otherwise you come across like the stereotypical angry preacher well that's not how Sergio presents it he preaches this kind of message uh, with such truth and love love yet with such holy conviction that that you find yourself succumbing to that message and and wanting what he is he's telling you all about he also carries an unusual demonstration of glory when the manifest presence of god falls in the room as he ministers it feels like fire to be more specific it feels like holy fire well what i learned first from sergio and then in my own journey is that personal holiness and this kind of experience of glory are very much cause and effect with a whole lot of process in between but still Sergio's message was difficult he would preach things like 98% holiness is not enough or he would add in would you drink a glass of water that was 98% pure and 2% sewage I think not. And so when he ministered those messages, again, with that fiery presence of the Holy Spirit falling upon you, I would find myself surrendering to the fire of holiness more than I thought I ever could or would. And when I did that, the Holy Spirit always met me with grace and with power in my decision, and he would submerge me in his glory fire. Well, the Holy Spirit, he does manifest his glory to us like fire. I mean, we we read in the Bible how fire was a symbol for the presence of God. Numbers 9, 15, it says, Now on the day that the tabernacle was raised up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony. From evening until morning, it was above the tabernacle like the appearance of fire. We see in some other verses that the cloud was the glory of God only with the 
quality of fire. And there have been many testimonies throughout history of people seeing fire on or around the buildings where anointed services were being held. I listened to the testimony of Tommy Welchel on a Sid Roth, It's Supernatural show. And he is one of the last remaining persons to have physically attended the Azusa Street Revival. And he described meetings where spiritual fire could be seen coming up from the floor and fire coming down through the ceiling. And this is when the miracles would happen, he said. And another young man that I know, a psychology student in West Virginia, well, he shared with me his experience with glory fire. And he said he was privileged to see the Lord move in signs and wonders and glory manifestations uh, in his church, even when he was very young. And he said that during revival meetings, that the fire department was contacted after several people in the neighborhood saw the roof of the church on fire. And he explained that the church roof was not physically on fire, but it was a supernatural fire. And the Holy Spirit was allowing people in the neighborhood to see it. And and I, too, have a similar testimony when I ministered at a prayer conference in Chicago. Well, one woman, she invited her husband to come. And her husband, he was definitely a believer in Jesus, but he didn't know the Holy Spirit like she did. And that night that he came to the prayer conference, well, things changed for him because he communicated to her that he was seeing flames on top of that building, and he didn't understand why. And that was the night that all of us experienced a powerful angelic invasion, something you can read about in detail in my first book, The Intercessor's Handbook. But it was started with this fiery testimony, this testimony of fire. And next thing you know, angels came into the building. Well, the Bible characterizes God in both the Old and New Testaments as consuming fire. And and one scholar wrote that there's nothing mysterious in Hebrew or Greek about that, that consuming fire means exactly that, that it's a fire that consumes or destroys completely. That's right. God is a consuming fire. And that's because he is a jealous God. He will not share his glory with worthless idols. And he's perfectly jealous for your heart in this regard because our hearts belong to him. And and so when you awaken to that, that he is that passionate for you, that he is fiercely jealous for you, and he truly believes you should fully be his, it does something to you. It calls your attention. It invites you to walk to the fire of God, the the fire of his glory rather than away from it. And when his glory fire comes, it it actually comes to consume whatever stands in the way of, of your wholehearted devotion towards him. It comes to devour anything that's in the way of his glorious purposes toward you. Now, I was ministering in in Memphis, Tennessee, and I was ministering at a, a conference for women in leadership and ministry. And as we were praising the Lord enthusiastically, worshiping him with everything we had, well, the, the tangible glory of God, it fell into the room first in a deep and supernaturally created worship. I don't know if you've ever been in a worship like that. It's it's where you are worshiping to a certain point, but then something from God takes you even deeper. And it was a kind of worship 
from the Spirit, and it felt elevated, it felt heavenly, and it seemed to gather the entire room into a felt unity. And it was a worship that flowed in its quality like like a river from another realm, from that, that heavenly realm, from that realm of the Holy Spirit. Well, next, the glory of God stood before us like a wall of fire. I mean, I could feel the heat of it in front of me and sense and see with my spiritual eyes the shape of this flaming wall. Well, I noticed immediately the increase in accuracy as I prophesied to people. For instance, by the by the unction of the Holy Spirit, I had a, a vision, a very clear vision about a woman in attendance. And I described to her what I saw. I said, I see curriculum on a shelf. You need to finish a curriculum. You're going to the nations with the curriculum. And when I said that, she screamed and fell onto the floor. And she described later how her many attempts to create teaching curriculum, you know, were, were, were a failure. And, and she just couldn't, couldn't go the distance with it. And she didn't know why. She didn't even know why she was doing it. They're all half done, just sitting on her shelves. And she'd been praying about it and considered letting it go. But the Holy Spirit in that moment had something else in mind. And that, that happened in the, the glory fire that happened in that setting. I could see so clear spiritually with the eyes of my heart being purified more than ever before. And and afterward, I was so concerned that I would lose that clarity. I began to seek him in prayer to search my heart because, because that's a challenging aftermath that accompanies these encounters with glory fire. It has this convicting quality to it. You touch something deeper in him and feel as if you can't live without it. And it pulls you into his purifying process. Do you want to experience his glory fire? Well, I want to encourage you now that you know what it is to begin to seek him with all of your heart for the the touch of his glory fire, the fire of his glory. And it's going to do something to you. It's going to pull you deeper into his presence. It's going to pull you towards him and you'll never be the same. Thank you for joining me once again for Take 10 with Jen. Can you do me a favor and and help partner with me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe? Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.